the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So I think it's fitting to tell you some of the laws. I do this every the every Monday after New Year. No, not every Monday after New Year. I do it, let's say, no, that's not true. I do it every time we return from New Year's. It could be on a t- Tuesday or a Thursday, obviously. So I got the Monday was wrong. But as soon as we return after January 1st, so if I'm on January 2nd, I tell you January 2nd. Today's January 4th, so I'm telling you on January 4th. Some of the laws passed in California, which can pass anything it wants, uh, because uh, the Democrats can pass anything they want, because there is no, they have a, a supermajority. There is no opposition that they have to worry about. So there are more and more laws. Here is what I think. Now tell me, I'm curious if you agree with me. I'm looking at the living martyr now. I think that this law passed by California, signed by uh, Jerry Brown at the end of last year, the end of the, near the end of 2015, symbolizes the, uh, what the left does when it has power. It's, it's, it's semi-trivial, but it's not trivial. It, let's put it this way. It may sound it, but I think it's representative. This is from the Los Angeles Times. In a final sweep of bill actions for the year, Brown approved a law, that is the governor of California, that will ban professional baseball players from using chewing tobacco on the playing field of major league stadiums. Now, I'd like, I would be curious to know if any of you agree with that. Now, you, you see, the theoretical banning of tobacco products has been overwhelmingly because of secondhand smoke. One of the great lies, not that secondhand smoke cannot adversely affect someone, of course it can, if you sit in a tunnel with somebody in a tunnel-like room with no ventilation for about 30 years and they smoke all day, there's a good chance you will be affected. Not necessarily killed, but affected. The number of 50,000 dying each year from secondhand smoke is, is made out of whole cloth. What is the excuse, though, for banning chewing tobacco? Who the hell is Jerry Brown to make a law that a professional player in sports in California, member of the Los Angeles Dodgers or the San Francisco Giants or the Oakland Athletics or the San Diego Padres. Have I hit the Major League Baseball teams? Did I miss a California team? I don't think so. Oh, yeah, the of course, the Angels. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, to be precise. I never, I never liked that, but it is what it is. Not, not only they, but those who come to play in California. So if you are a member of the New York Yankees and you come to play in California, 
you and you chew tobacco anywhere in the country, you can't chew tobacco uh, at Dodger Stadium if you're playing the Dodgers or uh, wherever it might be. It's not Candlestick anymore. What's the stadium for the? Sorry, AT and T is uh, in San Francisco. Isn't that amazing? Tell me, tell me that the. See, you know what bothers me? I'll tell you what bothers me. It bothers me that it doesn't bother most Americans. That's what bothers me. That bothers me more than what uh, Jerry Brown and the Democrats did. I know their argument. It's a model for kids? Yeah, of course. It's a, yeah, I understand. So uh, can they can they not be photographed drinking? Hmm? Yeah, well, why not? I'll tell you why. Because Jerry Brown probably drinks. Because the the upper class drinks but doesn't smoke. And, and certainly don't chew tobacco. It's a, totally a class thing. Our vice is permissible. Your vice, you the lower class, tend to be in cigarettes, for example, not, not cigars. Uh, you, uh, you prefer chewing tobacco and cigarettes. So we'll we'll ban your vice. Even though uh, a- alcoholism kills far more people, uh, any of you uh, any of you know of anybody killed by a smoking driver? We don't even have a, a classification: smoking driver, drunk driver. Hmm. The same people, by the way, want to legalize marijuana. That, that's they ban chewing tobacco and legalize marijuana. The ro- ongoing theme of an ongoing theme, there are a number, of all of my work is to show you the destructiveness of the left. That is an example. Liberate marijuana and ban tobacco. That is an example of the left-wing brain, and there are some conservatives who agree with that. But that is overwhelmingly a left-wing idea. I believe the damage done by marijuana is far greater than the damage done by tobacco. So you say, oh, far more people die of, by, from tobacco. Right. I understand that. Far more people die of, of car crashes, but I'm not for banning cars. The, uh, the issue in life is not only statistics of death that come from voluntary behavior. Statistics is, is the ruining of brains that comes from marijuana. A society that smokes cigarettes, I know, I know nothing about. A society, the great majority of whose citizens take marijuana, I fear for. Okay, that's my that's my that's my belief. Would you rather have uh, three quarters of Americans uh, smoke cigarettes, forget cigars even, or uh, smoke marijuana? Anyway, they are banned. That's a ban. What will they do? What if you chew tobacco in a, in a in a California stadium? You're a professional baseball player. What will they do to you? I, I hope that every player who chews tobacco does so in California. California Governor Jerry Brown signed legislation that will ban the carrying of concealed guns on school and university campuses in California. So now, uh, well, I'll read to you just a drop more from the Los Angeles Times. The bill is supported by Peggy McCrum, president of the California chapters of the Brady Campaign to Prevent Gun Violence. This is her statement. California's college campuses and K-12 schools 
should be sanctuaries for learning free from the fear of gun violence. The new law, quote, will make schools safer and decrease students' risk of being injured or killed. This is the make-believe world that the, again, it's very important to understand the left. It's a complex organism. See, if you ask a Christian, what do you believe? It's, 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 it's for example, and leftism is a religion, just a secular religion. Uh, it, it is, it, you've got a fairly simple answer. One explains the Trinity, the the belief that uh, God gave his only child to die for, or his only son to die for people's sins, that, that through such faith uh, one uh, one attains salvation, that and the and on an ethical plane that this leads to a more ethical behavior because one as a result of this faith simply acts better. That's so that's in a nutshell. Okay, you ask Jews, you get a, a you get a similar answer. There, there was a Jewish trinity of God, Torah, Israel. It is a two thousand year formulation of God, Torah, and the Jewish people that it, it combines, as it were, into one, as one ancient Aramaic phrase put it. And uh, that there is an ethical monotheist basis, and so on. You get there. There is, but with leftism, it's very much harder. I did it in my book, uh, the book I worked hardest on, and th- that is still the best hope. I explain leftism, Islamism, and Americanism. And I believe still the best hope is still the best book, explaining the three of them. Also, if you want to uh, understand what I'm about to speak about, Prager University, which had 70 million views last year, is that correct, or is it 60 million? I never want to overstate. 70? Uh, the, uh, we put out five courses at the very end of the year. Instead of one a week, we put out five at the end. How do you deal with painful truths is left-right difference number four. The left denies painful truths. Here's a painful truth. Responsibly armed people decrease the chances of armed violence or any violence at a campus. That is, if you asked any five-year-old, any 10-year-old, in other words, anyone who was not brainwashed uh, by school, which are now increasingly left-wing seminaries, if you would ask them the question, would you feel safer if the government allowed certain responsible people to carry a concealed weapon onto your into your school, or would you feel safer if no one was allowed to have a gun? I think that anybody with common sense, all you need is common sense, would understand, of course it is better to be armed than not to be armed, because you can't stop a shooter or a knifer if you if you're not armed so you would want responsibly armed people on campuses so what happens uh, the the left however controlling California has banned anybody even the most responsible person from having a concealed weapon on a campus and then this woman the president of the California chapters of the Brady campaign to prevent gun violence lives in a make-believe world listen it's, it is make-believe listen to her statement California's college campuses and K-12, through kindergarten through 12th grade, 
Schools should be sanctuaries for learning. See, should be. Of course. Of course that's what they should be. But as long as there are bad people walking around the country who wish to murder students, they are not. It's a make-believe. The, the whole sentence is, the, the, the thought is make-believe. Free from the fear of gun violence. So you mean, you, who is more free from that fear? I don't, I, don't, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. How about this? Let's. How about this test, folks? Ready to do this test? We will have half of California schools put up big signs. There are people with concealed weapons. Note: There are people with concealed weapons on this campus. Have a great day. Note: No one has a concealed weapon on this campus. If you went to shoot up a campus, would you flip a coin? The intellectual level of the left is so low because it's the, you live in a make-believe world. It's, it, it's inherently dishonest because to confront reality mean, makes you a conservative. The moment you recognize reality, here's a reality. The more people that you give free money and free food and free everything else to, the more people you have addicted to not working. That is a truth. But it is a truth that the left will not acknowledge because it sounds like you are blaming poor people. So they don't ask whether something is true. They ask whether it sounds nice. Incidentally, I do believe, and I mean this literally, I do believe that addiction to free money is as difficult to break as addiction to heroin. Part of the reason is that the addict to free money believes that they have it coming to them. That they they deserve it. Most addicts to heroin understand that it's not a matter of deserving it. All right, now here's a uh, another law. This uh, should be of interest. To, all of this is of interest to anyone around the country. But California is the model for what would happen if Hillary Clinton won, and then you would have, again, a Democratic president to do what he or she wants. Here's another law. Brown, this is from the L.A. Times. Brown, that is the governor, has also agreed to limit the collection of DNA samples from suspected criminals. A change that will take effect only if the California Supreme Court rules that existing standards are improper. The High Court is reviewing a lower court decision declaring the state's DNA collection program unconstitutional. So if you're arrested, they can't collect your DNA unless it's a serious felony. You're arrested on drug charges or whatever, or even a non-serious felony whatever that means, a lower court in California has ruled it's unconstitutional. I have a question. Is it constitutional to take the fingerprints if everybody arrested? You have an answer? What is the difference between a fingerprint and DNA? So what? It's more information, so what? 
So there's no difference. It's, they're both unique to you. You've given up your quote-unquote privacy in either case. I hereby volunteer my DNA to the California uh, database. The program broadly allows for DNA samples from those arrested on suspicion of or charged with any felony. The bill signed by Brown excludes people held in non-serious felonies such as non-violent drug crimes. Only those arrested on suspicion of the most serious felonies could have their DNA taken. To address the court's concerns, the new standards include a provision to protect the wrongfully accused or convicted by requiring that samples be destroyed in any case that is dismissed or in which the accused is exonerated. The Bill Brown sign is intended to ensure that there is a system for DNA collection from felony arrestees in place should the California in place should the California Supreme Court uphold the lower court's decision. The things it's amazing, the trivia that I think disturbs people and and, and in this regard uh, libertarians are with the left as they are with the NSA uh, data mining that they have. Uh, I, I I believe common sense. I, I think common sense is a, is a gift of God, and it should be used all the time. I'd like to know thus far wh- how DNA can do anything but protect you. I'd like to know where DNA in real life, not in an imaginary North Korea-like government, which if we have, it'll be irrelevant. By the time we have a North Korea government, it'll be irrelevant. They'll, they'll get the DNA on their own. But I'd like to know why you're not protected. I'm protected if they have my DNA. Let's say I'm falsely accused. Don't, don't the innocent want their DNA taken? Isn't it a good thing to have so that you... Uh, are, are you worried? What are you worried about if your DNA is in a federal criminal uh, or just federal file? What are you worried about? That they'll what? People who readily give all their information, their phone number, their place of location, where they visited on the Internet, to every app on their phone, are are preoccupied with uh, computers monitoring emails. I, I don't share that view, obviously. Unconstitutional. Is it unconstitutional to take these people's fingerprints? That's what I'd like to know. Why And why is it different? I'm going to clear some lines, so folks, please don't get angry with me. I would just, um, I've, I've, I've done my chewing tobacco, <laughs> so forgive me, Shannon in Shelby, North Carolina, who I know has a fine point, and forgive me, Keith in Los Angeles. I want to clear lines because I, I move around subjects and so on. It's no reflection on the intelligence of your call, which are usually quite, quite high. All right, so I think I've gone through that. I would think that everybody would want it, would want a DNA, because then then, then it could be cleared. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.